I'm a Parisian. One of my main bespoke is Chief Only from Paris. I'm wearing right now, right now a Chief Only bespoke. So I will explain to you what a Parisian style is, in my opinion. But be, before answering to this question precisely in my, um, about my own self, let's redefine a few things. When we speak of style, we speak of contemporary style. May I remind you that at the end of the 18th century, mid-19th century, in France, in England, people, specifically the nobles at the court, were dressing with a lot of, you know, ornamentation. There were men were wearing high heels, were wearing wigs. It was kind of ridiculous. And then there's something even, you know, we, we French, we have this impression that we've been at the source of many, many things. But there's one thing we must admit is that the modern style, the contemporary style has been invented by a British person, uh, which is Georges Brumel. He used to be called Beau Brumel. Beau means handsome. He was the advisor of the king in England. He decided to simplify all this. That is to say, a jacket, a shirt, and a pant, and preferably in dark colors. So the suit and the style, the main style that we know today, is a direct emanation of what Beau Brumel invented. No more high heels. The shoes went down to the floor, and then he was the inventor of the modern suit. So we have to admit it, Brumel has invented the suit as we still know it now, today in 2017. Of course, he was British. So this is why we also have to admit that the modern style of the modern man's style has his roots deeply uh, uh, inside uh, uh, England and specifically London. London was, Paris has always been the capital of women's fashion, but back in these years, London and was and for many people still is the capital of men's fashion or more precisely men's style, specifically with this famous street called Savile Row, uh, what we, which has a nickname, we call it the Golden Mile. Which in, on which I would say still today 40 to 45 tailors have a shop, bespoke tailors. This is the biggest concentration on earth of tailors. So the first men's style of the new era was the British style. So let me define quickly what is the British style and then I will define what is the French style and then I will try to define, because I just wrote a big book on the subject, the Italian style, which is, in my opinion, the three major influences in the Western world, at least. British style, easy to define. The British style is all about conventions. If somebody pays you a compliment or say to you, oh, you have a lovely suit, it means that your tailor did a bad job. Because there's one word that is very, very close to the heart of the British, is understatement, discretion. An elegant man, according to British style, must not be noticed. Or, to put it a little bit differently, is the person who should be noticed, not his clothes, not his suit. So, the British are very understated. The colors are frequently dark. The... 
fabric they use because of the climate. It's cold. It's raining a lot. You know, everybody knows it. And the more you go north in Great Britain, it's really, really cold and rainy. So they use a lot of tweeds of heavy wools and stuff like that. So this is the British style. Understatement, discretion, convention, etiquette. France, it's all about something totally different. France is the nation of haute couture. So a suit made by a French tailor is a marvel of detailing. It's all about sophistication. It's all about the quality of the stitching. A French tailor will never, never let go out of his atelier a suit on which the stitching is not exactly perfect. But the French style is not about understatement. It's more about charisma. The notion of a power suit, we used to say that a power suit, is very close to what a French suit will be, with padded shoulders, something very charismatic that immediately gives you a presence. In a Chiffonelli suit like that, uh, I feel invincible. France, sophistication, haute couture, detail, almost obsession about the most tiniest detail that you see or you don't see. This is the French style. Italian style, it's not about all this. Italian style, is, it's much simpler. It's all about freedom. Italian people, they are free people. They, they, they want to be free in the way they speak, in the way they drive on the road, in the way they, they want to smoke in public places, in the way they act globally in the colors they want to, to wear. Of course, there are many differences between the north of Italy and the south, because uh, when you go to Milan and after you go to Naples, this is two different worlds. But nevertheless, everything in Italy and in the Italian style is about uh, being at your ease in what you wear and making stylistic and bold stylistic statements. So it's freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of movement, but also freedom as a global attitude and sometimes with excesses. I've seen things that are impossible to wear in Paris. In Naples, for example, people are wearing bold colors and very, very, <laughs> uh, I would say, almost sometimes tacky suits because it's Naples, you know, or even it's Sicily. So now, I come back to the initial question, what is, how would I define my style? Well, to be honest, I respect the British tailoring. I, I love these people. I have many, many friends in, 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 uh, in Savile Row, and I really love their work. But it's not exactly my taste, because I find it a little bit uh, too conventional for my lifestyle. So I would define my style exactly as uh, with the pedigree of my tailor. I mean, my tailor is French from an Italian roots. So I would say that my style is a kind of mix between this um, um, obsessional um, uh, attention given to the details, to the refinement, to the extreme, to the quality of what we wear. I, lo I, I love the French approach of that. I'm French. But also, I really, really became uh, a big fan of the Italian style, specifically since three years. I've been three years on the road in Italy for my last book, as you know. And um, I've been uh, really charmed by the Italian style, uh, specifically by the Roman and Neapolitan style that are, 
that gives you another um, another taste of what style should be. So now I'm a kind of a fusion. I'm 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 a mutant that I I don't give all my wardrobe to only one tailor. I have several tailors now around the world, and I would say French with a hint of sprezzatura. We speak about style, but don't you speak, you go about fashion? No, 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 no. I speak about style. Okay, there's many, many quotes of people say, okay, style remains while fashion fades. Or even Oscar Wilde was saying a delicious sentence. He was saying, fashion is something so ugly that we have to change it every six months. And that's true. We have a new collection every six months. And I like this approach of, of Wilde said, it is so ugly that we have to change it every six months. But there's a French poet, which is uh, very close to my heart, that is very important in France. You may not know it in the USA, and in Great Britain it was called Charles Baudelaire. Charles Baudelaire was uh, looked upon as a dandy, as somebody who was very tormented person, but who wrote some masterpieces of poetry. And he was saying something about the art of being elegant, or more precisely, the art of being modern. And this is a concept that I really want you to understand. When we speak about style and we speak about modern style, we don't speak about fashion, we speak about the real uh, definition of modernity. Being modern is the capacity of catching what is eternal in the transitory. Everything is transitory, life is transitory, uh, the, the, the fashions are transitory, the trends are transitory. The real elegance, the real modernity is the ability to catch inside these things that are transitory, the few things that are eternal. Style, when you take this path, is not simply about dressing well, it's a spiritual approach. You are looking for something that is bigger than you and is bigger than your own life.